Hey friends, hey. Before we begin, let me introduce you to Kimberly Cartwright, a wonderful African-American art quilter with a great project. I already got my tickets and accommodations. I will include links in the show notes, but here's Kimberly to tell you more. Hello, my name is Kimberly Pierce Cartwright, and I'm here to tell you about a unique opportunity coming to Durham, North Carolina. Are you an African-American quilter looking to connect with others who share your passion for this timeless art form? Then mark your calendars for Kindred Spirits, a convergence of African-American quilters happening on June 15th through 17th in Durham, North Carolina. Join dynamic instructors Cookie Washington, Kina Dorsey, Aisha Lamumba, and Kianga Janaki to learn new techniques, perfect your skills, and share your love for quilting with fellow enthusiasts. But that's not all. We're excited to announce that curators Dr. Marshall Price of the National Museum in Durham and Dr. Renee Anderson from the Smithsonian Museum in Washington, D.C. will also be in attendance to share insight on making museum connections. Don't miss out on this opportunity to connect with like-minded quilters, learn from top-notch instructors, and deepen your appreciation for this beautiful art form. Register today. Go to rcwms.org. I'll repeat, go to rcwms.org and scroll down to events to register. It's a convergence of African-American quilters in Durham, North Carolina, June 15th through 17th. Hello, Stitchers. Welcome to Stitch Please, the official podcast of Black Women Stitch, the sewing group where Black Lives Matter. I'm your host, Lisa Woolfork. I'm a fourth-generation sewing enthusiast with more than 20 years of sewing experience. I am looking forward to today's conversation. So sit back, relax, and get ready to get your stitch together. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Stitch Please podcast. I am your host, Lisa Woolfork. And as I say every week, this is a very special episode because this episode brings to us none other than Martha McIntosh, also known as Gary Child, to talk about something really important. It's called Sew Your Suitcase. But before I do that, let me introduce you to Martha. She is an engineer. She is a sewist. She is a fashionista. She is a wonderful example of a whole, free, beautiful person. And I am so grateful to be in community with her. Martha's one of those kind of people that she gets the highest of what I like to call Negro compliments. The highest of Negro compliments. When you're a Black person and Black people, you know how we do. We want to compliment other Black people. We don't say, wow, you look really nice today. We say, where are you going? And whenever I see Martha and I see these pictures, I'd be like, where's she going? Outside. Outside is pretty much the answer. Outside is the answer. But in addition to wearing like amazing garments just to work, she also sews her suitcase. Martha, welcome to the Stitch Please podcast. And thank you so much for all that you do. Hi, Lisa. Hi, everyone. It is a pleasure to be here with you today. It's so much fun. Y'all, if you are not a Stitch Please podcast Patreon supporter, you should be because it's amazing and you get to see us and you get to see some pictures of Martha's amazing outfits. Please follow Gari Child 
on Instagram. It is an education. Her, I consider your account a real education. Thank you. And also check out Martha, who contributed to our Sewing Holiday Tradition series and talked about the Garifuna people and their very unique and powerful Christmas slash holiday traditions. So that's another episode of Martha. You can learn more about her. And y'all, she's going to have to come back because we were supposed to start our interview 20 minutes ago and we've been talking the entire time without recording anything. And I'm like, okay, now I guess as a producer, I need to say to myself, that's a different topic. And that's why we need to have another episode about sewing liberation. We got time. We got time. But for today, welcome, welcome, welcome. Tell us about your sewing story. How did you get started? How did sewing begin for you? How did it first come into your life? As if anything, you know, the need. When you need mm. something, you're just going to have to figure it out. And I'm a card carrying member of, look, we all need to make this work. So, you know, okay. when you have trouble finding outfits that speak to you to go on your vacations and to go to special events, it becomes a, a little bit of stress for yourself. So, mm. you know, one day I, am, I was like, you know what? I want this Ankara dress for this event that I'm going to. And I was talking to a designer and she's like, well, because you're plus size, that's going to be an extra $300. Oh, and I was like, oh, whoa. so instead of the extra $300, I went and brought me a sewing machine. So that's exactly how my journey started in terms of I'm not paying this extra $300 just because of the extra two yards supposedly for my body. I'm just going to go buy me a sewing machine and figure out how to make it myself. You know what? That was a crappy experience. But can I say I feel grateful to have benefited from the solution that you created to what was clearly a case of bias. It is bias. It is bias. It is fat phobia. It is fat shaming. It is all of these things that people talk around but never directly to. And that it's a stigma and there's all sorts of ways that this culture is reinforcing ideas that are toxic and harmful and trying to put them on you. That this is somehow this is you, you know, girl, I'm so glad that she tried to tell me. I cannot believe she was like, OK, yes, I can do this dress for you. You sent me your measurements. And now because of this, I will need three hundred dollars additional to make this work. Additional. And to be honest, I'm just going to say it. Anybody who needs three hundred dollars to make this work is not someone who I don't think has the skills to do it in the first place. It seems to me very much like that three hundred dollars was meant to dissuade you. If you had said, oh, here you go, here's 500 extra. Money ain't no thing to me, girl. Here, you need a thousand. Here's a thousand. And what would she have given you in return? A hot mess express. You know, and what it is is that they normalize it. In order to accommodate the plus size, the bigger size, they love normalizing, paying extra, charging extra, and thinking mm -hmm. that that should be the expectation. So the expectation is that many a times, a lot of the plus size or bigger size clothing is actually more expensive to purchase than regular size. You know, and we could talk about, you know, how the Girl. how that translates into sewing patterns and some of the things in our community and some of those challenges and how other people are overcoming that and basically tapping the discussion to go, hey, we need to be included in this platform and this community and be represented. Mm -hmm. Before we pivot from that, I just got to say, small clothes don't cost less, okay? So when I go into the store, I don't wear a small size, but when I look at, and I don't actually buy that many clothes, to be honest, but when I look at the sizes that are small, they are priced the same size as the sizes that are large. There is not a thing 
that says, oh, we use this much fabric, we charge less. If that was the case, baby clothes would be free. They don't use that much fabric to make baby clothes, but they're not free. So, But they're not free. It just seems very much like another kind of toxic part of our culture. It's the same reason why it costs more to dry clean women's blouses than it does men's shirts. No matter the size. It's for men. It's cheap. It's for women. It costs more. Period. It makes no sense beyond our willingness to participate in these toxic systems that are meant to keep us separated. But here is something that you are doing to help us get our stuff together. And that is making stuff for your vacation. So you want to travel. You are someone who travels. You go absolutely what feels like to me everywhere. It is everywhere throughout the Caribbean, everywhere warm. I don't see you jumping to go to places that are very cold. No, I believe swimsuits is where I want to be. (laughs) Yes, that's a uniform for the life you would like to be accustomed to. Swimsuit and a caftan. That is what I would like to have be my uniform from here on out because I live close to warm, sandy weather at all times. Yes. And so do you remember your first project that you sewed your suitcase for? Do you remember the first trip you might have gone on that said, you know what, I can't find this particular outfit or I can't find these looks that I know I want to have when I get there? What was the first time you got started with this journey? The very first time it was when I was going to my friend's wedding in San Francisco. It was my first time seeing him in years and I was in the wedding. I was in the wedding. And so I'm like, okay, I need to gather myself, get myself together. But I also want to look cute. I haven't seen everybody in a long time. We're going to a wedding. You're not just going to a wedding. You are in the wedding. And that means there's going to be pictures. There's going to be pictures. There's going to be obligations before the wedding that I need to dress for. So I needed to dress for the rehearsal dinner. I knew my friend and my friend is everything. Energy match energy. So as iron Mm -hmm. pounds iron, I need to come correct too. Yes, yes. So, and that's what I did. That was my very first and it was one of my favorite. And I wore the other day, it was a wrap dress. Okay. A simplicity pattern. And I love wrap dresses. And it was one of my most successful souls. One of my first souls, and I still wear it to this day. And that was, oh, he's been married since 2016. Oh, my word. And I wore that dress last week in 2023. That's seven years. Seven years. And you know what's so wonderful? Because I've talked to some folks who are like kind of new at sewing. And so like they'll talk about the first thing they made and then they wore it someplace and the seam popped or this came off and they had to walk out of the room backwards. You made that so well that it wasn't just good for this occasion, for the wedding. It was still going to be good seven years later for you to just wear someplace you wanted to look nice. Do you remember when you were pouring into that garment, when you were making it, when you were like, you know what, I've got to get my stuff together? Or if you were thinking the way I sometimes think, I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to stunt on these hoes. And you're sitting at the sewing machine and you're like, oh, is this going to be the thing that does it? I feel like it, but I just don't know. And then it turns out, obviously, Yes, this was the choice. Do you remember that vibe when you were like, okay, oh my gosh, the stakes are going to be so freaking high because I know he's extra and I'm extra and we got to put our extra together and it's a wedding celebration and it's in San Francisco. Like there's so many other things that like get piled onto the travel. What it is is that it definitely was one of those. You sit there and I remember I looked at the fabric and I'm like, this is the fabric he chose. Okay. As you're going through the sewing and there was a lot of hand stitching going on, I was like, oof. I don't know what we're going to look like. I don't know what we're going to look like, but I'm going to roll with things because time is not on my side sometimes, too. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing about the journey. That was my very first Soya suitcase. And I was 
frazzled because, again, I didn't give myself enough time. Oh. And so, therefore, I'm sitting there like, is this going to fall apart? Is this going to be ready? But I need this to look good. When I show up, everybody's going to be like, oh. Is that her? Yes, it's going to be on. It is on. And I tell you this, I took it out the suitcase as soon as I got to San Francisco. I didn't pack nothing else. So this is it. I put my face on, my hair was on, and I walked (laughs) in. Even I felt good. Girl. When you yourself got to be like, "Mm mm-hmm, I did that. I did that. I did that. You walk past the mirror, it's like, God dang. And that's me. You got to talk to me nice. You got to talk to me nice when I look nice. Yes. That crown will not budge, nor move, nor dip because I am walking. I am now walking in space. Yes. In my e-made outfit. Yes. And you got to talk to me nicely. I even walk with some. <laughs> a little bit of something in it. Put a little something, something in it. A little something. It activates the whole entire character. New character has now loaded. Yes. Martha has arrived. Yes, yes. Martha in her me made is here for a good time. I tell you what, I am loving it. The slogan of the Stitch Please podcast is that we will help you get your stitch together. And now we're bringing it to you in a new way. The Stitch is a newsletter from Black Women's Stitch, and I am delighted to tell you about it. What do you get when you sign up for the Black Women's Stitch newsletter? You get to hear what's happening with Black Women's Stitch in the Stitch Please podcast. Events that we've had, events that are coming up, contests for prizes, live shows, social media meetups, IRL meetups, episodes of the podcast that you might have missed, as well as opportunities to learn and sew in community with other Black makers across the country and across the world. You'll learn also about some actual stitches. We will help you get your stitch together with continuing education for your sewing life. Oh my goodness, y'all, I am so excited for this newsletter. It's always things I want to tell you, you know, but how? Well, now we have the stitch. Sign up using the link in the show notes or on our website. We look forward to helping you get your stitch together soon. Now, when you get ready to plan for a trip, I know sometimes your trips are spontaneous. Just based from your Instagram, you have a very loving and spontaneous spouse who will do things like, oh, I got a package in the mail. It's some Louis Vuitton gift cards and a trip to Cuba that we're going to tomorrow. That was in my wishes. I was trying to put it out in the universe. My husband was like, one day. But not today. I was like, oh, you're not going to do that for me? Like, just send me. Send me away. Send me away. But listen, hey, that's a great way of staying ready, though. You know, one way to stay ready is to manifest that. That's why we have suitcases. And if you don't have a husband that's going to do it, hint, hint, what you do is you get your good friends who will go, I just found a ticket to Cuba. We going? When? And then you go, thank you for my soul sisters who have the time to provide for me all those wishes and those spontaneous trips to Cuba, to South Africa. Oof, we have a good time. We have a good time. You do all this in clothes that you have made yourself. That's the thing that is just so exciting to me. Of course, travel is exciting. Of course, spending time with your so sisters and so friends is exciting. It is extra exciting to travel and wear things that you have made while doing so. And so when you have a trip that is coming up, 
and it's something like, okay, we're going to Trinidad. We're going to go for carnival. What kind of things do you do to get yourself ready ahead of time? Do you plan out your outfits? Do you say, okay, do you do it by occasion? Do you do it by mealtime? Do you do it by event? How do you decide what to make and wear? So Carnival is one of my favorites. These are my favorite times to do my Soya Suitcase series because there's so much stuff involved in my trip. So when I'm going to Carnival, there's a lot of theme parties. Mm. My husband is from Trinidad, so there's planned events with family. I always have to think about what is my schedule. My friends laugh because I have to create a spreadsheet in terms of yeah. what is happening at what hour and at what time. And so that begins that process. Of going, okay, I have these events. I have some that are themed, either you're all white or there was one year that it was Asian infusion. So how do I show up for an Asian infusion party and still honor myself in the same way without? Exactly. It's like to pay homage, but you're not trying to do yellow face. You're not trying to do anything like that. This is about honoring some of the Asian connections that come through the Caribbean, et cetera, et cetera. So how do we honor and not step on people's toes and be rude and disrespectful? Right. Because there's also this thing of it's not a costume because I don't want to treat others the same way I don't want to be treated. So it's that mutual respect of my life is not a costume. My entire culture is not a costume. So how do I then honor these other themes or other cultures, more per se, other cultures in order to say, okay, oh, yes, how do I show and showcase in my sewing those influences Mm -hmm. in our garment or whatever I'm making? So there's a lot of planning with intention also. So I'm always like... Something new, something blue, something borrowed. I'm usually doing something new, (laughs) something black. And when I say something black is a black designer, black inspired fabric. It has to speak to that. There's always that element also in that one right there. So, y'all, if you're not watching on Patreon, you should be sad and join the Patreon. This is an all black look to me. So it looks like you are still just to describe it. I'll describe what I'm seeing is like just for visually impaired folks. But this is Martha standing in the stairway, one hand on the other hand on the wall with one foot elevated on this step. And she is giving. Okay, it's like a sheer black bathing suit underneath. It's like a black bathing suit, two piece with a one piece caftan that has side slits on either side up to the hip, which makes it really great for moving and walking. But it makes it absolutely fire for the pose. This is what I'm seeing. It's just someone who just saw this on Instagram. You have to tell me the story of this piece. So is this picture taken in Trinidad? This picture is taken in Trinidad. And this piece is the last thing I added to my suitcase. No way. Wait, this almost didn't make it. It almost didn't make it. Girl. But I was packing my suitcase. I had everything ready. And then on the corner of my eye, I made a previous garment. I tested it. I tested this garment out and I'm trying to envision patterns is the sunny dress. When I was testing it, I had just gotten cold. I was so sick. And so I never got a chance to wear or photograph the original dress that I tested when she was from when she had dropped the pattern. Here I am gathering my stuff and I saw it from the corner of my eye. I tried it on and I was like, oh, this got to come on the trip. And I got in that sewing machine, pulled out this fabric and the magic. I love this. One of my favorite dresses, favorite outfits that I wore. It looks like something that you want to bring on vacation. I love traveling with fabrics that are 
mostly IT wise, which is kind of weird because I tend to travel to hot Caribbean type. I'm from South Florida originally and my family spends a lot of time. We might go back for the summer or we go to California. We go to warm places typically. And so ITY can be a little tiny bit warm if it's too, too hot, but it packs up so nice because one thing I never want to do on vacation is iron. Never, ever. Love to press, hate to iron. Love to press, hate to iron. That is the fact of my sewing life. So how do you decide what fabrics to bring? How do you decide what's going to work well for warm climate? Because people love saying linen, linen, linen. And I'm like, I do not want to look like a dryer sheet because I can never get linen to be straight. And I have no patience. My mother-in-law is wonderful for this. She's got linen pieces that she has had for years and they are so soft. I don't think she has to even iron them because she's had them so long. Me and my patience is not set up for a lifetime of relationship to a piece of linen. <laughs> or the iron on anybody's or vacation. The iron. And no, if you're ma'am. driving through the Caribbean, there might not be no power to use the iron. So, girl, that goes to talk about it. So, I'm typically always love the stretchy fabrics, stuff that I can crumble and pack so I can just pull it out when I'm shopping. I look for that, the bright colors, the lightness. Mm-hmm. So, that mm-hmm. particular fabric is a uh, burnout. So it's basically solid and burnout. Okay. Strike. Okay. In ITY. And so it's like, this is nice. Gives me an element of sexy, which is. Yes. Where yes. I stay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which is your zone of genius. Mm-hmm. I get it. So it's comfortable. It's something that I could wear. And if I need to go to the beach and get it wet, it don't take a long time to dry. These are those things that you think about even when I curate. A whole fabric store here, <laughs> unfortunately or fortunately. Fortunately. <laughs> I have one, too. I have one, too. Yeah. That's why I'm saying. <laughs> I feel quite fortunate. I do not want to not have this. I tell you that much. And I want to start over. And we're going to be grateful for abundance. And that's what I call it. I'm just grateful for abundance. Amen. And freedom to just be able to pick something out in my wonderful little homemade fabric store. Exactly. And so it's intentional, even when you're shopping, like, Mm. am I going to wear this? Will this work when I go to one of the islands? Right. Does this pack well? Will this wash well? (laughs) And little prep. You talked about like the wedding. And of course, when you come into a wedding, people are prepared, expecting to see you because you're part of the wedding. But do you have any stories about being on vacation and people seeing you and your memes and being like, oh, my gosh, where did you get that? Or is that something that happens not so often? Or is that something that I imagine it happens often? But do you remember any specific time that was meaningful to you? It does happen. I think one of my most meaningful times would be... When is another sister? You know, we've been in spaces where usually the majority and stuff, but when we're not mm. and we see another sister, another kin, and they're like, oh, how are you doing? Like, where did you get that? Especially yes. when my plus side queens. Yes. And they come and they're like, where did you get that? You make that in our size? I sure do. I sure do. And you say, no, baby, they don't make it in our size, but we can make it in our size. But we can make it in our size. Exactly. It gives me the chills. It does. It. I just got them. Yeah, yeah. When I can showcase even on Instagram. Yes. When they're seeing me in the bathing suits and the sisters are in my DMs going, can you send me that? Like, I need that right now. Yeah, like, yeah. there's nothing in the store. No. That will give me the look that you're delivering now. 
that's how you should feel. You should feel excited about what you're wearing. Yep. And I wish that everybody else can feel that way. And so why not? That's right. That's the permission, right? You can feel this way. When I'm walking and I'm strutting in that bathing suit, because I'm strutting in the bathing suit. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's what bathing suits are for. And I love it. I love it. It just really does make me feel good. Because when we look good, we feel good. We really do. You really do. So when we're on vacation or when we're somewhere else where it's not our normal, I want to be at that elevated space. Yes. Yes. I want to start my vacation on the highest high. Yes. Because from then on, it's like, okay. It's going nowhere but up. Nowhere but up. And why not? That's the luxury of it all. That's the goal. The goal is to be at a space and just be like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm happy. And no matter what you might think to the contrary, that is a concern that is solely yours. It has nothing to do with me. The back stitch is a reinforcing stitch sewn by hand or stitched by machine. The back stitch is a return with a purpose. On the Stitch Please podcast, our new Backstitch series will recall early and or favorite episodes of the podcast. And the best news, it's hosted by you. Yes, you. Thank you. You. Do you have a favorite Stitch Please podcast episode? Let us know by leaving a voice memo on our website. Five minutes max. Let us know what episodes you love and why other people will love it too. And if we use your message on the show, you will receive an honoraria. So remember, the backstitch makes us seem stronger. Leave us a message so that your contribution can make the Stitch Please podcast that much stronger. You can find the link at the blackwomenstitch.org website or just click on it in the show notes for this episode. What I love about what you've explained to us, Martha, is what I like to describe as a possibility model. And you are a possibility model. And I know you probably don't intend to because you're just living your life. But I'm telling you, the way that you do that is a gift to other people. I just wanted to say that. And I'm not going to get too far into it because I know you know more than I do. But I just wanted you to know that there are so many people who are being shaped and held by your own ability to love yourself well. And that is why it's so wonderful to be in community with you. It's so great to have these conversations. And it's so great to look at this picture right here and be like, I can't believe you didn't like this outfit the first time you made it. Y'all, if you're on the Patreon, you see this great two-piece cute little outfit that Martha's made with cute head wrap. Is that that piece of African print from Joanne's at the top? Yes. The Joanne's has, I guess, when they did a call out to Black designers. So this is Shay Anthony. Shay Anthony is the designer. Shay Anthony. And she has done a couple of pieces for Joanne Fabrics. And so I had a first seen it with Aronica from Needle in the Bell. I drove 45 minutes to go get this fabric because it needed to happen. Yes, it needed to live with the other fabric at your house. Clearly, you don't have that. Yes. And then the day I made this, I said, OK, this is not going to sit for a year. We're going to make something with it. At first, when I, I finished the shirt and I was like, mm, I don't know. You finish the shorts and you're like, OK. I don't know. But then I'm like, nope, nothing is ever complete until I put it together. That's the fast rule for myself. No outfit gets discounted 
until I put it completely together, how I'm going to step out in the street. So nothing gets discounted. So I will make something from beginning to end. Relatively. My UFO pal ain't that big. Listen, nobody's here to talk about old shit, okay? <laughs> I didn't bring you here to talk about old shit. I want nobody to talk about my old shit. Everybody mind their business. I'm the one that asks the questions around here. So continue. I haven't had any one of those. And I said, nope, we're going to finish this. And when I put it together and I was like, okay, I'm going to put a head wrap on to match the little head wraps in my shirt. Yep. Yep. And the little tie, the twist tie in the belt. I thought it was cute, too. And everything is from the stash. So even when you're talking about, you know, I always laugh because I am queen of the notions. You, Lisa, <laughs> will always inspire me to do things. You're welcome. And my husband gives me a whole side eye. So I've gone to estate sales for sewing because of Lisa and her podcast. And I ended up going and picking up all this binding, like boxes and boxes of binding from this woman Good. at an estate sale. So every time I have a project, I pull out from other people's stuff, from another sewist and create stuff that I've had in my stash probably for a couple of years now. And I sit there and I go, oh, look at that. Yes. I need to go to nobody's store. No. I'm using the stuff that's in my possession. That's right. And making it happen. And you're making it happen so beautifully. And I'm just so glad to see that at first you were skeptical about each piece separately. But you also then trusted yourself in the end to say, you know what? I'm just going to keep going. Let's keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just going to keep sewing along and see what happens. And then this magic happens. And I am glad you stuck with it. I wanted to ask one last question about the Sew Your Suitcase. Recently, you mentioned that you had an entire packing cube of clothes that you managed to pack in a packing cube. Y'all heard that packing cube. This is not somebody who might be like yours truly who packs by just throwing stuff in a suitcase. And it's like, okay, put the shoes facing together, put the drawers in a Ziploc, do the this and that. Like, no, no, she's got packing cubes, okay? One cube of me-made clothes didn't even get opened. Tell us more about that. Like, I'm amazed. That is the beauty. The fact that I have now come to a place from, let's say, my first Soya suitcase at 2016 to then have a Soya suitcase in 2023 and have enough me-maids that it was too much for a whole trip where I was for 10 days. A 10-day trip that has a whole cube, packing cube, full of me-made clothes that did not surface at all. Wow. I mean, I understand packing maybe too many socks because you bought a bunch of socks, but like you have made so many things. And all I think this means is, and I think you might need to talk to your husband about this, you simply need more vacations. You just talk to your spouse about, talk to your kids, talk to your job, because it's clearly there's something in your life, your sewing outfits, that say they need places to go and to be. And going to work is not the same as going on that's a vacation. You didn't make them for work. They're not work clothes. They're not work clothes. They're definitely not work clothes. They're travel, vacation, Caribbean clothes. Travel, vacation clothes. And that just means that I'm going to be just in many places. Yes. And I'm going to be ready. Yes. And I'm going to be ready. Because the good it. thing about the Soya Suitcase series is that it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to do new clothing. It just has to be clothing you've made for yourself. you made. Oh, yes. You don't have to try to plan out like I tend to do for, okay, I need that one outfit or I need those two outfits for these different themes. It literally can be, oh, 
let me wear that dress again that I wore or that I made, oh, uh, you know, yes. a couple of months ago, but I haven't That's taken right. it anywhere. You know, because how many times have we seen stuff and then we're like waiting for the perfect opportunity okay, to yes, wear? Yes, there is a suitcase. I love that so much. And then you'll be good to go. And like you say, I think we both agree with this principle. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Exactly. You always be ready. You're always ready for vacation. I'm going to ask you this one last question. The slogan of the Stitch Please podcast is that we will help you get your stitch together. Martha, you've talked to us so beautifully today about Sew Your Suitcase. What is something you would tell us? We are about to launch into summer. Summer is about to be officially official. How would you help us get our stitch together this summer? Well, plan it. We know summer's coming. Summer is on its way. And so take out the pattern that you was thinking about, those dresses, the ones without the sleeve, maybe the one with the cap sleeve, or maybe a skirt with the long slit. Or maybe I'm just talking about my wish list here. But take it out and just make it. Like the fabric is there. You have the fabric. And if you don't have it, you might go get it. Or you could go trade it or swap it. Just do it. The one hour or two hours or the half hour that you may have, give that time for yourself and just do it for yourself. Why not? Look, treat yourself. And if that means giving yourself the time to make something for yourself so that this summer when you go to that brunch that you got invited to or the barbecue that somebody's throwing, you're ready. You put on the dress. You're sewing for your summer now. Now you're sewing for your summer. Listen, I'm here for, what is it, local vacations too. Staycations is also a thing. Getting dressed for that. Yes, it is. And you need an outfit. You sure should because that way it makes it feel more like a vacation because you're actually wearing something different. You're so smart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Martha. Where can we find you on the socials? Where can folks tune in to learn more about Gary Child and find out more about what you're going to be up to these days? Well, as anything, you could always find me on Instagram on the Gary Child. You can also find me on Facebook. While there is other participation in terms of old articles and old blog posts with Curving Soul Collective, even though they are silent, there are still great tutorials and great outfits that have been made that you may want to go visit. So I welcome that everybody just goes out and check it out. So come find me at Gotti Child, you know, and say hello and say, hey, I found you over here on Black Woman Stitch. And I definitely know that this is because you was on Patreon. That's right. And you, and you saw see. these wonderful outfits that Lisa put in here. That's right. And stuff. And then you could go see it on my website. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We'll make sure to have the links to all that in the show notes. Thank you so much, Martha. It is always a great treat to talk with you. I'm so grateful that you spent time with us today. You've been listening to Stitch Please, the official podcast of Black Women Stitch the sewing group where Black Lives Matter. We appreciate you joining us this week and every week for stories that center Black women, girls, and femmes in sewing. We invite you to join the Black Women Stitch Patreon community with giving levels beginning at $5 a month. Your contributions help us bring the Stitch Please podcast to you every week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And come back next week and we'll help you get your stitch together. 